0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to We Call Bank. This is episode four of the podcast. Now, we're recording this on a Wednesday, so uh, there might be some stuff that we're missing. I should come back on Friday and finish the episode and talk about some of the stuff that happens. Depending on how long this is, maybe it goes up tomorrow, and then I just do a new episode for Friday. It just kind of depends. I mean, if it's like 30 to 40 minutes, maybe I just upload it anyway, and I'll get a little bit of a treat for two episodes this week. Maybe i bring somebody on for uh, Friday. And if I do do Friday doo-doo, then (laughs) it might be some, like, top ten, top five list. Um, And I have an idea for when the NFL season starts of doing Mm over-unders. So, basically, pretty much, uh, well, there's a couple ideas. One, when the NFL season starts, so, say, week one, whatever the, um, like, the primetime matchup is, you know, whatever the one that comes on late, like, eight or whatever time it comes on, um, we can bet on that game or – or, okay, well, that's one idea, bet on that game. And then, two, um, who we think is going to be on the team of the week or player of the week. So, you know, we got all the teams. We can kind of look through the matchups, and we'll, like, pick a player. Like, we think Cedarius Smith is going to be player of the week. You know, I think he's going to get three sacks, you know, some tackles for loss. So we can kind of like, okay, this guy's, you know, going up against this team that's not a good team, and, you know, we might want to bet on that player, you know, to, to be player of the week. Now, that's going to be real hard to hit on because there's only one player of the week offense, defense for both conferences. And then, like I said, the over and under stuff, like when the season starts, we'll get – well, actually, we can. We might do it next one that me and you're on. I'm thinking you pick five players uh, rushing, like receivers or running backs, so you'll go in, find their, say, either rushing attempts or rushing touchdowns, Mm -hmm. write down that player, you know, the rushing yards or whatever, and then you'll have those five players. you will ask me, uh, did they get over or under – thousand two hundred rushing yards. Okay. And basically kinda like kinda like trivia but over under style. Like, you know, that way you don't gotta be exactly accurate with the yards. You just guessing if you think they had over or under that right. season. So I, I think that could be a good idea. And then obviously when the season starts, we can do that with the real games before they play the games. We'll be like, All right, Justin Jefferson, you know, they're playing the Cowboys. We think he's gonna get over or under seventy yards mm-hmm. and then, you know, on over that. and we can kinda keep track and uh that way, we, you know, there's some kind of game implication uh, into the podcast. So let me know what you guys think about that. If there's any other ideas, let me know. But first topic of the day, we got Katie joins a Twitter space and talking about uh, – there was a Twitter space called – or named Katie Isn't Top 5, I think is what it was called. Yeah. And he came in there and telling them that, you know, the way they consumed the game was trash. Um, you were putting team success into how good a player is. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty much the gist of it i don't know what else he said i was going to play it for you guys but maybe i'll like go in edit and i'll play the clip for you put it in there before we start talking about it but um so let's let's go off of this i think katie you could put him in somebody's top 10 i mm-hmm. wouldn't be mad if i heard him in somebody's top 10 uh career average 27 points four assists seven rebounds i mean that's it's a pretty good stat line. He won Rookie of the Year six-time All-NBA First Team, one-time MVP, two-time Finals MVP, one of those maybe should have been Currys, uh, and two-time NBA champion. So he's got the resume, not like a Jordan, you know, these other players' resume. But, I mean, if you put him in top ten, I feel like he would have to be in a ladder side of that top ten, like somewhere seven to ten is probably where I would have him. But what, what do you what do you think about it?
1: Uh, So – The thing was, is Lowe was the one, Legend of Winning, the one that appears with um, Agent. Uh, He was the one that started it. He kind of, the way he put the title of it was a little weird because he said top five. What he was meaning was top five last season. Mm -hmm. But his interpretation of it was who can get to the rim better. That, that, That was his whole thing was who can get to the rim better and then play or played more games. So, KD, I think, like last season played like 50 games. So he was saying KD wouldn't be top five in there. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, I don't remember who his fifth was. I know he said Giannis, Curry, and Jokic. Uh, to the Jokic. rim? Yeah, get to the – basically that's what he was saying. Rim uh, – what was he calling it? Hold up. I wrote down what he was calling it because he was calling it something else. Yeah. Rim I... pressure. That's what he was calling it. Rim pressure. Getting to the rim. Uh, free throws, all that. I feel like if you're going to put a top five like that, you need to put someone like James Harden in there. Uh, but it's just like, the way he worded it made it sound weird. KD, how I feel about that is... Well, yeah, I didn't,
0: I didn't go, I, I thought, I figured it was just like a top five all time. Mm-hmm. I didn't go back and see really what they were talking about, so maybe KD didn't know that's, that that was exactly what they were talking about. Yeah. Because if they're, yeah, I don't, I don't know, yeah, I was just going kind of going off what KD said, and I figured it was about like top five all time, or even top five right now. Um... So yeah, I mean, if I don't know what Katie was talking about, if, if they weren't if they if they were talking about rim pressure, but I mean, if you're doing rim pressure, I mean, I don't know really what they're going into that. Is it like okay, this dude can get off off the dribble, can get to the rim and make people collapse? Is it through posting up and getting to the rim, making people collapse? Like what's the mm-hmm. the because if we're going that aspect, then LeBron's still probably the best. That getting to the rim out of anybody in the league right now so
1: yeah, yeah. i don't really know what i mean talking about it, it's complicated because like i said well i when i first saw it i was at work and i didn't have service to watch it so i just watched like you can look it up on youtube they have like 10 minute 15 minute clips i watched the 10 minute clip yeah. and i really did not care anymore what they had to say because it, it's like if you're gonna say top five you can't you, you gotta say top five at this specific thing if yeah. you're going to put it like that if yeah. you, you don't need to just say top five and uh I don't know for me but then he turned around and Katie was you know on his on his butt about it and he was like oh yeah I mean yeah I'd put you top 10 and stuff like that and Katie didn't really seem too mad about it but I uh, I don't know how I feel about Katie joining it because it's like bro you know you know who you are you're you're Kevin Durant I mean I know everybody gives you crap including me about you know joining these teams and you know, trying to be a super team. I mean, I
0: think it's good that he's communicating with the fans, stuff like that. And, I mean, if they went back, kind of talked it out, and the guy said he would put him top 10, like, I don't know, I think Katie just had something else on his mind, and he just wanted to join and let people know that (laughs) – stop trying to factor in team success into how good a player is. So, I think it was just – he had a chip on his shoulder from all the stuff that people talk about him. So –
1: yeah, my thing yeah. is, though, is it seems like every time KD does talk to the fans, it's always about something they're saying negative about him, like he's a little butthurt about it, which yeah. I understand. I mean, you want to clear your name, you are you are one of the greats. Uh, my problem with the low take about the top five is it's just kind of ridiculous just to put top five and then not really say, you know, about this. I understand the missed games thing, and that's why he didn't put Joel and beat up there, I think, yeah. because he did miss some games too. But it's like – realistically if you put a top five i understand not putting KD in there just saying top five anything but realistically it's just it's not about just getting to the rim because KD is a scorer on all levels he can yep. he, he his main thing is kind of mid-ranges yeah uh, he's really a pull-up so i mean kind of guy it's just like to say rim i mean that's one thing but put that in there you know what i mean but it, it ain't no big deal i just think that You know, Kevin Durant, you know, he just wanted to clear his name. He didn't – like like most people, he didn't know what was going on when it said just top five. He maybe top five all time. That's what I thought, too. I thought top five all time, too, whenever he wrote that, which, I mean, makes sense. I mean, Kevin Durant's not top five all time. Top ten all time. I'm not putting him top ten all time. And it's not because he ain't a great player. He is. This – currently he is top ten. Yeah. But –
0: I'm saying, like, if you squeaked him in there at the end of it, like seven to ten, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But – uh, I mean, and about KD saying the team, I mean, being able to make your team better is, I mean, to an extent it goes into how good you are, but I mean, it all comes down to what are you making the top 10 list out of, or what are you making the top five list out of? You got to kind of clarify, okay, if you're making this top 10, are you factoring in championships greater than anything else? Are you, you know, factoring in MVPs? Um, yeah, like what are you... Different people are going to factor in different things more than others. So it really just kind of depends where you're going with it. But team success, like, I mean, if you're talking about point guards or whoever on the team is primary ball handler, like Jokic, he's so good, but he also makes his team play way better than – take Jokic off that team and give Mm -hmm. them Embiid. They're not going to be as good. I mean, they're still going to be good, but the way he gets his teammates involved, it's just – Nobody nobody does that like him. So I think you put him beat on that, and they're not doing as well. So, I mean, making your team better does kind of fall into that category, like I said, if that's what you're going off of. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if that's not something, then you need to clarify that kind of while you're talking about it as well.
1: Yeah. But – I mean, one of the things is, is- – also in there, like Katie was pressuring him about it, which low. I mean, I ain't gonna say low let up because low, you know, he did stand his ground. But Katie was pressuring him about it, and then he started talking about how Monty Williams was complaining about free throws and all this other stuff when Katie wasn't even on the team then. And it's just like, yeah, what what are you arguing about right now? Like, what are you saying to him? Like, just tell him how you truly feel about it. Say, hey, bro, look, here's the situation: you're not top five again to the rim. That's it. All right, that that's all that matters. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's it it's kind of hard to say that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is kind of hard to say that because it's all about it's all about a lot of things to take into account for that. The coaching takes into account to that because what is he going to have the offense like? Like, do you want these players on the wing? Do you want these players on the corner? What? And then the defensive coaching factors into it too. Like, what if you build a wall like they do on Giannis? I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of hard to just say that they're not good at it or they're not doing it as well. I mean, it's just it's hard to factor any of that into it and just say that he's not doing it as well as other people are.
0: All right, We'll stop beating the, the dead horse here <laughs> and uh, move on. Hawks trade John Collins to the Jazz for a second-round pick and Rudy Gay. So just off rip, it was obviously a salary dump. Collins has been in trade talks for three years. Uh, they made that good playoff run making it to the conference finals and they gave him an extension I want to say that year is why they, they made it that far I think that's why they gave him the extension because they were kind of playing well um, and it's just you know you bring Capella in and now John is forced to be a good shooter instead of you know an all right shooter so it kind of hurt his development a little bit with Trey you know they were a good dynamic duo but you bring Capella in now you need John to really be a shooter and Capella's just he's already hit what he is, you know, you're not going to be able to get him a jumper. It's just not going to happen. So <laughs> it kind of hurt John. And he's, like I said, he's been in trade talks for years. So we don't even know if he's giving us a hundred percent every game. And, you know, it was time to trade him. People knew that we were trying to get rid of him for three years. So they're like, okay, we'll try to get him for pennies because no one's going to give us a good deal for him. And the Hawks just kept, you know, declining all these deals through the seasons. And now it's got to the point to where, you know, people don't, aren't value people might value them but like i said people aren't going to give them a good offer in trade so yeah like i said it's more of a salary dump uh collins is owed 78 mil over the next three seasons uh and it gives the hawks a little bit of room to extend murray or um hunter or i think a kongwu needs a deal um sadiq bay who we got from the pistons who i like uh, he needs a deal, so it kind of frees up a little bit of money for us to extend some players and maybe sign a player in in the, you know this off or this free agency and next year maybe it opens up for us to have a little bit of money to go get another all star potentially. Maybe Murray gets traded mid season, but I don't really think it's going to hurt us much. If anybody is a Hawks fan here and has watched Hawks games, you know Jalen Johnson is he's just as athletic, I would say, as Collins. Kind of the same build as Collins maybe over time can even be a better shooter than Collins I kind of like his form a little bit better so I don't really think it's going to be that big of a a change Jalen played a good bit last season I think he'll be ready to to fill in that
1: role but you got anything to add yeah uh I feel like kind of like you kind of it's just it's kind of good and bad for the Hawks because I mean Rudy Gay he is he is a little old he shoots pretty decent still uh so you kind of it's like up. a bench piece. I mean, yeah. no, nothing crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's just you're you're getting the – what was it, a future second-rounder you said? Yeah, second-round pick. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that the Hawks were kind of just giving whatever for scraps. And, I mean, Rudy Gay, you're you kind of just getting someone old and you're kind of just focusing on now clearly because you gave up someone young. And for the Jazz, that's fantastic. uh Uh, i got calling
0: all i'm gonna say is that some of the stuff that i was seeing it's so crazy to me how as soon as a player gets traded people think he's just jesus on earth like he's the (laughs) greatest thing coming to the team like people saying danny ainge is what is danny ainge cooking up in utah (laughs) (laughs) nothing all right let's let's keep it real they're not they're not going nowhere next year okay marketing's good all right Mm -hmm. cons is all right Mm. uh i don't know who else they were putting in that top three but they they're they're looking they got Collins Sexton much. Sexton's good and I think he declined his option or something so I don't even know if they're, they're going to have him back or maybe the team declined it but they're acting like I don't I don't know they're just taking it way out there like okay you got three your 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 front court's good now but is it really that good like yeah I think you all are overvaluing it marketing can shoot but the other two Collins I don't know if they're thinking he's knocked down or something but you still got to have floor spacing, and Mm -hmm. you're still going to need Collins to hit threes. You might make playoffs, but when you get to the playoffs, Collins isn't that consistent from three, and it's going to cost you. So Mm -hmm. it's going to make you want to bench him, and that's going to hurt you. So, yeah, he'll get you rebounds. He's good in the paint. He's good on pick and roll, but he's not a consistent shooter, and that's why we had to get rid of him. So... Anyways, continue. But I, I just some of the stuff I was seeing, I was like, dude. Not, I think I think it was you.
1: a it was a great deal for the Jazz. I mean, even though like you're saying, flies back, dog. Yeah, I know that, that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it ain't nothing crazy, crazy, but I mean, for the Jazz, it was a great deal. You know, they they do got a solid team. I feel like they could make playoffs. So I don't feel like they're going into any conference finals. Yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a solid team. For the Hawks. Here, let me say one more thing about the Hawks. Just just one more thing that we found out today. Uh, ESPN, did you see that? Did the rankings of the next mock draft and Oh about Bronny? Yes. I hate that. Because it's way too early. You don't know where where Bronny's gonna do what what Bronny's gonna do this season. I mean he's going into college. I don't
0: know I I don't know what our record needs to be or if if we're pick seventeen, that's out of the playoffs, right? Seventeen, there's th- uh, 30 teams, right? So, that means mean we had to be, like, seventh. No, we could have we, – I think that means we could have made – we'd have to be, like, eight seed. I think y'all way.
1: either – yeah, y'all either have to be in the play-in. Yeah, or. either play-in or, like, eight seed playoffs. Yeah. I don't – I mean, I maybe mean, I'm wrong, but – Wait, no, I think it was pick 23, it said. I, th- I thought it was 17. Either way, it was a later pick. Yeah.
0: I don't see us doing that bad. Like, I don't know – we didn't – we haven't lost much. Okay, we made – we were seventh seed this year. Mm-hmm. I don't see us getting worse with the new coach. Now we had a we're gonna have a you know a full year under with him, and it seemed like he kind of helped the team out a little bit. So, and we don't even know what pieces are getting brought in. So yeah, it's definitely it's way too early to, to be saying that. But uh, I mean, if we're at that spot and Bronny's playing good, and we happen to be that low, you know, in the picks, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's kind of gonna be a he's gonna be like a a point guard or a shooting guard so i feel like he's got to be i mean he's not the tallest all right he's gonna be strong but i feel like he's gonna have to be really good defensively for him to really go in the
1: first round but i mean yeah it's saying 25 lakers i don't know these are weird but yeah, yeah it's saying late first round it's just my thing is, is he, this man hasn't even, you know, he hasn't even played his first game in college and you're already just projecting him first round. I understand he's good, he's decent. Uh, you, you have to see what he's going to do in college because college players are some dogs mm-hmm. because they're fighting for that NBA spot. So it's just like, that's ridiculous. And then seeing LeBron, you know what I mean? Which everybody knew, he's, he's been said it. whatever team Bronny goes to yep. is the team LeBron is going to go to. And I feel like, I understand that's kind of cool, To have a father and son play on the same court, that is cool. But it's just like you're – I don't know. I just feel like that's not – it's just too much power in a player's hands, and I understand it is one of the greatest of all time. But it's just too much power in a player's hands to say, okay, this spot, that's where I'm going to. And I feel like that's just like – and I understand if he's a free agent, but if he somehow – which I think he will be a free agent, but if he somehow – it has to be like a trade and he requests and he says no nah, I think I think what it is
0: is he's on contract for two more years but his last year is option so he can opt out and be a free agent so if you don't go to the, if you don't get drafted to the Lakers he can opt out and go wherever he wants so I don't think it's
1: yeah. yeah well clearly Trey had already said something like see you soon or something like that on Twitter which I mean obviously why wouldn't you want LeBron on your team but it's just like Dang, bro! Like I just I don't I don't really like players having that much power. I understand, you know, it's good for players to have some power because why do you want to be stuck on one system forever if that's not where you want to be, uh, especially in your first couple of years. Uh, for instance, like Scoot, uh, I think it was like the Hornets were gonna pick him second or something like that, and then they were like, he was he was just I think he declined to go to the training camp with them or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he did, but it, it it's just like. I understand you want to be on one certain team, but that it's just too much power. That's just how I feel about it. I just don't, I don't, I don't love the idea of him just saying, "Oh yeah, this is the team I want to go to. I'm going there no matter what, even if the team don't want me." You know, like what if LeBron? God forbid, I would never want anybody to get hurt. But what if LeBron this season gets hurt and then it's like a like a Paul George type injury? I, I can't see a 40 year old or a 39, re, yeah, coming back that crazy, that quick. On top of that. And just saying, all right, yeah, I'm going to be on that team in the Hawks being like, oh, yeah, it's LeBron. Yeah, he's definitely going to come back and be the yeah. same caliber. I mean,
0: yeah, I kind of hate where where sports are heading in general where it's like the good players are just hopping teams, team hopping every year. Uh, I don't really know a way around it per se. Um, I think the owners just kind of put their foot in the ground and not let it happen. But, I mean, I don't know, maybe like – as far as the rookies, like, I don't know, it's tough because the players can just, you know, kind of force their hand, force the team to trade them, saying, you know, I'm not going to play or whatever yeah. the case may be. So then it's like, okay, we got to at least trade them for something, you know? Um, yeah, back in the day, it was like, okay, these good players, you knew what team they're on, and they stay on those teams for a long time. Yeah. And you kind of, they kind of build that identity of, Oh, the Timberwolves—they got this guy and this guy. are you know, when people talked about them, they are, they knew what players were on the teams because they've been on those teams for so long. And now it's like, yeah, you seen the Timberwolves? Well, who's on that team now? Like mm-hmm. p- these players are just moving around so much that the people that don't aren't like into sports as much as a lot of people. They don't, you know, they they think Kobe's still in the Lakers. You know, they don't
1: even know he, he passed away. Yeah, something. yeah. Like, a lot of people don't know Kobe passed away. I've been talking to to a few people about Kobe. they will be like. Oh, he died? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. bro.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of don't like it, too. I wish there was more the players staying on, on you know, whatever team they've been drafted to for longer. I mean, I get if, like, that team's not try, not willing to pay you what you're worth and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when the team's got the money and – I don't know. I don't really know. I think it's too far gone. I don't really know. There's There's really no – Morals and the players that makes them want to stay on the team, unless like Damian Lillard. I mean, if he goes somewhere now, I don't mind because I mean he's been with yeah. them for so long. He's he's tried to win, like he has tried to win, and it's just hasn't worked out. So I guess we'll we'll kind of move on here, segue to Warriors' starting lineup. Now he's texting me something about you saying them showing Chris Paul in the starting yeah, lineup. I show, no, I'll show. There's no way. There's
1: no way. Right there. Chris, Paul, Curry, Clay, Andrew, and then Draymond at center. Uh, Well, what I
0: got wrote down here is Steph, point guard, Clay, shooting guard, Wiggins, small forward, Draymond, power forward. And I don't know if they still have Looney under contract, but I got him at center. Obviously, they might go small ball. If they go small ball, I don't think Chris Paul is ever going to start. Now, he might play more minutes than somebody that's a starter, depending on how the game goes. But I don't think he'll ever start. Um, like I said, they could run small ball and put Curry. I mean, uh, yeah, put Curry at shooting guard, Chris Paul at point guard, and then Draymond to the center. So just kind of move everybody up a position. But I think it just depends what the other team's running. I don't think it's ever going to be a situation where Chris Paul is starting. But I mean, they both kind of have their injury history, him and Curry. So maybe, you know, Curry resting a couple games and then Paul's playing, and then Paul's resting and stuff. So. I mean, I think that's more likely to be the lineup. I know uh, I think DiVincenzo or whatever opted out, uh, so he's not going to come back to the Warriors. They still have Gary Payton, I think, so that's a good bench piece, but I don't really know where they're going. I think their bench depth is kind of not the greatest, so not sure how good they're going to be. Obviously, the starting five, not bad, but Draymond might not be back. He might be back. He might not, and, you know, I know they were talking – the Kings, uh, Trailblazers, and somebody else was interested in him. Um, I feel like he could fit with the Kings pretty well. Uh, just Herder and Fox. I feel like the shooters they are. He could kind of help them run the offense. I feel like they could run kind of a Golden State-ish offense because mm. Kevin Herder's that dude, uh, You know, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I I miss him on the Hawks, but he's he's really good. Love to watch him play. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think Chris Paul is going to start, but what
1: do you think? Yeah, I mean, my thing about it is it's there's just so many complications in it. Like, for instance, Clay could get hurt, and if yeah. Clay gets hurt, then you're going to have Chris Paul and then Steph Curry at shooting guard or Andrew Wiggins be out for some games or Andrew Wiggins just say, hey or, – or Steve Kerr, you know, just say, hey, we're benching Wiggins and putting in Chris Paul, blah, 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 all this other stuff. So, uh. Well, obviously not Chris Paul smaller four, yeah. but knock everybody down. Yeah, but uh, it's just Draymond. He's I looked up his height because I knew he was like six seven or six eight. Yeah, it says it like he's listed as six six. I do not, or I think that's what it said. He yeah, was I think listed. I was
0: looking at one of the. I was trying to figure out who was going to play center for them, and I looked at um, somebody I thought was a
1: center, and it was like. Six six or something. I was like, "Ain't no way that he's that short." <laughs> yeah, it's but. just it's crazy. I think that, but then again, they have like Anthony Davis and all them listed at like six ten and stuff like that. I think they're actually like six eleven, seven. Uh, yeah. But it's just six six. Yeah, I think he's actually like six seven, six eight. Uh, but the thing is, is you know, you would say, "Oh, well, he's too small." But you know, if you go back and you really look at it, because I watched those games of um, uh, game one versus the Lakers in the past postseason. Anthony Davis, I think, had like 30, 32, something like that. And I believe that they just had Looney on him most of the time. Yeah. And then the second game, which me and D – shout out to D – we're talking about it uh, – AD is just so inconsistent anyways. But then he turned around and scored 11, and Draymond was on him most of that time. Yeah. So it's like, you know, he can guard the big men that are scores. Uh, I don't know how well it's going to be guarding them every single time. You know, like I said, AD was just inconsistent on top of that. He, you know, guarding them every single night, guarding big men that are talented every single night is going to be a little hard. But I believe they could do it. I think that was just – it wasn't an official page that posted that. It was just a page saying this could be the potential starting lineup. I just don't see it happening like that because, like I said, that's even if Draymond comes back. I mean, yep. Draymond might not. It just depends on if the Warriors really care about their future, if or if they want to run right now. Either way, it's fine. Uh, but you just—I yeah, don't know. I mean, I saw they wanted the—they wanted to
0: extend Clay for a long time, so they want to give him—I don't know—maybe three, four-year deal. Um, yeah, I just, they're too small with Paul at point guard and moving everybody down. Curry's just not going to be big enough to guard a lot of those players and. True. I feel like, like I said, Chris Paul is going to be like more of this running the second unit, like somebody to to make sure the offense is good while Curry's not on the floor. Yeah. And kind of like how, you know, Trey and and DeJounte are. When Trey's not on the floor, Murray's running the offense. When Murray's got to take a breather, then Trey's still in. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good that you'll have somebody that can run the offense, you know, when Curry's not in. So, I think – I mean, I think it's good for the team. I mean, what they gave up to get him, I don't know if it was worth it. But – it's kind of like a win now move. If they want Draymond back, I feel like they had to get rid of Poole. So, and like I said, we'll see if Paul's really that dude when he has no other stars around him, and it has to be him, you know, leading the offense. So, sound like a football leading the offense, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't see Paul starting with them, but who knows? Who mm-hmm. knows?
1: Yeah, I feel like kind of like the signs, like you were saying. I feel like it's just going to be you know, so that way there is a star on the court at all times because yeah. they could take curry and wiggins out and put in chris paul and another bench player and just boom you still have a good team uh but the thing is is, i mean wiggins he has good defense so if you have him at forward he could he could probably guard the power forward he has great defense draymond clay they all have great defense so even if you know size is an issue they do have great defense you just gotta hope that Someone don't overpower you in size, like a Victor Wembanyama.
0: Yeah, like Curry does play good defense. Like if you watch him play, he tries on defense. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's just a complete liability out there. But I mean, when somebody's bigger than you, there's not. I mean, you can only do so much. So yeah. But <sighs> moving on to Victor Wimba Mama, <laughs> uh, Victor Wimby. So Dallas, bro. I wasn't even going to talk about this because I didn't really feel like it was that. Uh, <laughs> Like he was saying, people were talking crazy. I didn't. I just, I saw the clips of him missing in the media shoot mm-hmm. and uh, on Bleacher Report, I think. But I didn't know that people were really taking it serious. I don't know if there was really people talking crazy in the comments like that. But I mean, he's human. People are gonna have bad days, and he's at a media shoot. It's not like he's out there really trying to make shots. Like he's just, it's like everybody does. They go to the court and they're just over there just throwing up shots, just lackadaisical, like not really mm-hmm. trying to make them not that you're trying to miss, but you're not really putting all your focus into making the shot. So, uh, I mean, he's got a lot of great centers around him there, you know, in the Spurs organization. They're going to get him right. You know, they're going to put some muscle on him, hopefully, over the years. So, I mean, I don't expect him to be, like, super dominant the first year or maybe first two years. But once he, you know, gets some experience under his belt, he knows how to, you know, play against the double teams and stuff like that in the NBA. He'll be good, but – I think people were looking way too way too much into it. I know uh, he wasn't going to play in the FIBA Cup or whatever, and now it's came out that he's not even going to play in the summer league. So yeah, I don't know if that's really. I mean, it's fine. Like, it, I mean, no harm, no foul. But people want to see him play, so it's kind of like a disappointment to a lot of people. But uh, I think his he's plays in France. I think so. I think they're like championship and stuff like that. Their season just ended like maybe two weeks ago or something. So. He needs some sort of an offseason, so rushing him to play in the summer league and stuff, the Spurs probably don't want to do it. And if he doesn't want to do it, I don't think – you shouldn't really care. I mean, look, you're going to see him when you see him. Stop worrying about him playing in the summer league. It's really pointless. Most – like, I mean, I think Trey played most of his games, but most draft picks, they might play one or two games. Like, they're not playing the whole time, and they're not playing a lot of minutes. So, I mean, we saw Zion. Uh, we didn't get to see – I don't know. I don't think we. I don't think Zion played in the summer league. I know he so, played in
1: preseason. Uh, so,
0: yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But,
1: but I my thing is, some people it was some people taking it serious. Like when I texted him, I was like, oh, people are taking this a little serious. It was some people, you know, like he's already a bust, he's already dog. But then it was my my main problem with it is is people clowning him for it, and it's like, dog. So I watched the first clip, and it was like maybe 30 seconds long and it was from whenever he took it at a mid-range missed took two threes missed and then said "Oh, will it and just went up and dunked it and then just walked off the court but then I was like let me go back and watch and see what he actually did and I mean he made like two or three mid-ranges I believe most of his makes were dunks and then the only threes he shot were the two at the left wing and it's just like yeah, he missed, but like you said everybody misses. You yeah. you have him. You have all this pressure on him. Like you you like I want to go back and apologize for I watched the last video and I was like, "Oh, he ain't go be KD." And even then I stopped myself from saying that. Uh I just me personally as far as right now, I don't see him being that great, but he possibly could be. He could be the greatest to ever do it. He could yeah. be. Anybody could be. Undrafted draft picks could be. You know what I mean? I, that's
0: just yeah, how If I, feel I come about in here, it. if I go behind us right now and take ten shots right next to the rim, I might miss five. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I'm not warm. Like you got to get warm. He's he's not out there running and getting warm. He's at a media shoot. He's not trying to sweat. Like he's not out here trying. Like you come in the in, in the gym, it's cold. Like it's gonna mm-hmm. take you a minute to to get in the groove. So yeah. I don't to me, ain't nothing to talk about. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's just it, – I just don't like people clowning him because it's just like he's going to see that and feel even more pressured. And it's just like, bro, he's just – you know what I mean? He's just shooting around for the for the, for the people that want to see him. I understand, like you were saying, it's a disappointment for the summer league thing. Uh, I don't even think – whenever he did say he was going to play, I think he only literally said he was going to play like one or two games or something like that. Yeah, he, he, yeah. he didn't. He wasn't going to play much anyways. But – I I support his idea not to play in the summer league. One, why would you want to risk the chance of getting hurt? Two, you just did all this stuff and people are clowning you, so obviously you want to practice more, and that's probably what he's going to go do is he's going to practice more. Even though he is – a great player. Yeah. He's just going to practice more just so something like that doesn't happen again. Because there are great shooters all the time that get embarrassed like that, like Paul George in the three point contest, which stings. But at the end of the day, Michael Jordan was in the three point contest. He has the lowest score ever in the three point contest. And I mean, people are calling I mean, Curry him Curry was in time. it
0: either last year, not like this one that just happened, but the one before. And he, he stunk it up. I don't think he, yeah. Yeah. I don't think so, he won it. But
1: yeah, he definitely wasn't, he wasn't scoring. Yeah. So crazy. I mean, uh, it's just, come on now. I, yeah, I just – I feel like, you know what I mean, it, it, it ain't that big of a deal. He need, he don't need to feel pressured by it. it. It's just people being dumb. Nobody's got anything to do, so they're just commenting, calling him trash, saying he's a bust. I mean, bro, he ain't even touched the actual NBA court as far as a minute played. I mean, you know what I mean? All as long right, so, as he plays preseason.
0: So kind of going through Bleacher Report here, we got uh, bu- uh, bull- Bucks Bulls extend uh, Vucevic, mm-hmm. 60 mil, three years, definitely – good deal. He's top 5 maybe centers, maybe a little bit out of the top 5, but he's really good. He can shoot the ball. Yeah, it's hard to find wise. big men that can shoot the ball, so that's a good, you know, good good to lock him up. Did you see the uh Tobias Harris stuff or whatever?
1: Oh yeah, people are saying that he's not worth, I think well, or people are talking about trading him and then people are like, "Oh yeah, he ain't worth it or anything," and he's getting mad about it. Tobias Harris is a good player, like, Yeah, he, uh, yeah. He can play
0: defense. He can score at all three levels. He can, yeah. has a really good post-up game. Yeah, he's, I remember he's watching a big him.
1: reason why the Sixers did what they did last season. I mean, yeah. he ain't the biggest, but he's a big reason.
0: Yeah, I'm watching him in the playoffs when we played him in the Hawks. We ended up beating him in you know, a Ben Simmons a year. But, uh, no, he's a good player. I mean, it's hard to find players that can do it all like he does. Not that he does not that he does them at, like, an elite, elite level,
1: but he's he's a good player. It's hard to find a, a four like that. Um See, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, he just scrolled past it. They're talking about Paul George, okay. I'm I'm trying to remember. Oh. No, that was uh, most overpaid
0: NBA rosters, which as much as they've played in the last two years. Yeah, he played more games than that. KD. He played but,
1: 52 games. I mean. And I think that's I the exact number that, uh, what's his name, Kawhi played. My thing is, is I hate the hate that Paul George is getting. Uh because he's really – he really ain't that bad. He still shot well last season. He's, no, he still I mean, I don't think great. anybody's
0: – Oh, I don't know what you've seen, but I don't think anybody's saying he's not
1: still good or not still elite. Uh, people were talking about Just how, the injuries, you know. Yeah, the injuries suck. But people were talking about how uh, they – that he should have been on the uh, trailblazers, that people were wanting to trade him trailblazers, and people were like, no, that's an awful deal for them. But then they were talking about trading Scoot already for Paul George, and people were like, No. Paul George, why would you want him? Blah 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 injuries. I get it. I no, no I, 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 do.
0: I wouldn't do that because I mean that's this is like a twenty year old player coming in. Like Paul is good, but one they're not in a position to win right now, so there's no reason that would be done. Yeah, that would that would be stupid to trade for Paul
1: for Scoot. No, I mean that, that just I feel as long, as long as you get a as long as you get a decent front court. If you get Paul George, too, you're, yeah, but you're making it deep in the playoffs. Scoot is
0: like, okay, 15 years of future, possibly. Paul George is like, okay, you got a good five, maybe five years, maybe a little less of him still being healthy enough to play. Not that he won't still be good, but just the health. I mean,
1: yeah. that, but, to me, And, that's, again, yeah. Scoot could be dog water. He could, but – I mean, here's my I'd thing. Rather, I'd rather – Trailblazers clearly are worried about now because they're not trading Dame. If they, wanted, if they wanted to worry about the future and scoot, they would go ahead and trade Dame. Go ahead, unless they're just thinking about leadership, which clearly Dame is one of the best leaders in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, but if they're thinking about the future, they should trade Dame. They should. They could get a lot out of Damian Lillard. Yeah, if
0: they're going future, you trade him. If you want to win now, then okay. I mean, I, I, get I can Paul see George. getting Paul. But.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, but I get what people are saying. He is injury prone. I mean, you know what I mean? He he does have a shoulder or a knee or something every so often. He did play more games than people really recognized last season. he yeah. I mean, he was going to come back. And the. What I don't like about Paul George, and I love Paul George, what I don't like about him was when the playoffs were going on, I think it was game two, right before game two, he had already started his podcast, and he was talking about, hey, guys, I'm going to let you all know on the podcast – if I can come back or not, you don't do that, all right? This ain't a brand new video game that's yeah, I mean, coming out, and you say, "Oh, this is information." No, bro, you you're you're you could have possibly helped help the series a lot because I know Kawhi, I think played game one, then got yeah, he injured. One, one
0: game played really well, and then yeah. couldn't play. After yeah, that. I think he scored like thirty five or something. Yeah,
1: he played good, but yeah, and then got injured, and then you know when you're missing Kawhi and then missing Paul George. You know, and then you got Westbrook, which played really well in the playoffs. He um, did. He personally,
0: yeah. Kawhi goes out. If I'm Paul, I'm thinking. I'm be honest. I don't think I can win without Kawhi. Yeah. So I mean, I get him not probably not wanting to come back because it's like, I mean, okay, you might get past that first round, but I mean, I, it's gonna be tough without. I Kawhi, mean, so
1: they had Norman Powell, which plays had to play great all season. I think they got Eric Gordon with them. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's just Zubach, he ain't a bad center at all. I no. I thought he was going to be trash uh, or was trash, but he, he he's, he's a decent center, yeah, especially for team. that team. Uh, but, I mean, if Paul would have came back, I could have easily seen them either taking it to game seven or game six and – or beating the Suns. I mean, the Suns just haven't – or had – the Suns had no depth in their um, bench. And, mm-hmm. I mean – I don't know. I feel like Paul George coming back really would have helped them, and he just didn't. And it's just like to play games and say, oh, well, on the podcast, I'll let you know. Like, bro, don't do not do that. This ain't a brand-new video game. This ain't You don't just give out information like Ronnie 2K. You tell us straight up, you're coming or you're not. And hey man, you, you got to bring
0: the, 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 the eyes to
1: the podcast, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'll let you all know next week if I'm playing. I'll let you all know next week if uh, I get shot. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, moving on.
0: Uh, going through the NFL, we got Patriots re-signed Devonte Parker, three-year, thirty-three mil. Uh, not a bad deal. He's a good, really good two. Not, I don't know if he's a, really a one, but I will say he's a good two, definitely a good two receiver. He's
1: the best
0: receiver um, on that team. Yeah, I don't know if they drafted a receiver or not, but if he if they didn't, then he probably is the best receiver on that team, and they obviously needed to keep him around. Other than that, still no Dalvin signing, still no Hopkins signing. I saw something um, about
1: Saquon, but I feel like it was just saying something about how what we already talked about. I think yeah, it was I think they were like something.
0: Yeah, I think they were getting closer to re-signing
1: him or extending him. But I mean, other than that, I don't know. <laughs> My dad wanted me to wanted us to talk about Tom Brady and. uh I was like, bro, there's nothing coming on with Tom Brady. He was like, Well you could make up something like rumors like oh if he comes <laughs> back to a team. I couldn't see him ever coming back to the team and the only team he could come back to uh because he became or he's becoming an owner of the Raiders, I think. Listen, Jamie. That's the only team anything,
0: Jamie. Jackie. <laughs> Listen, Jackie. wait is is Bradley's name dad's name Jamie? Yeah, Jamie. Listen, Jackie. <laughs> we are not supporters of Tom Brady on this podcast. <laughs> All right, so uh, now I, I'll give credit where it's due. If we're making a top three quarterbacks all time, he's obviously on that list, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna argue with you. Um, me personally, my top three. Uh, I like Peyton in there mm-hmm. personally, um, which I haven't. I haven't went back and watched a lot of the older quarterba- older quarterbacks. Pretty much the only thing I watched of Peyton growing up was the Super Bowl right when he retired, you know, he beat Cam. And and from that game, I liked him. I went back and watched some, you know, some highlights of Peyton and seen him. Obviously I've seen Brady a couple of times. I mean, you know, he just retired last year or whatever. So, you know, I've seen him over the years. I've experienced the comebacks firsthand, 28 to three. Uh, So I'm not denying his greatness. Uh, I don't think there'll ever be anyone like him that, you know, runs two miles an hour and can put up the yards that he does. And even when he needs to scramble, Somehow he still gets it done, but top three, uh, I think I got Peyton Brady in there. And then, I mean, where do you go? You can go Montana. You can go, uh, I like Brett Favre a lot. You know, I know all the stuff came out with the money. I don't know how much of that was true, whatever happened with that. I really liked watching Brett. Uh, I had a jersey of him when I was real little. Uh, Other than that, who else could, could possibly be in there? Um, I mean, I wasn't really geared to talk about this, so <laughs> there's not many names popping in my head. I can't, I can't think right now. But I mean,
1: some people say Joe Namath. Some uh, people say, yeah,
0: I, wasn't really re- I, wasn't, I haven't really watched much of him. Yeah, that's the um, thing.
1: I, I'm not gonna see that. That's what I want this podcast to know. I, that's just who I am. I'm not gonna sit here and I was born in 2000. All right. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not so, going to talk about stuff. So I ain't gonna. The names that I know are because I know them and I, I've watched
0: them, but mm-hmm. a lot of the players that y'all might put in there, you know, I'd go back and watch some film on it, and even mm-hmm. then you're watching highlights. So you yeah. don't really know. You, you know? don't
1: you don't know the full story. It's just that's my thing, and that that's just how I feel about it. I know a lot of people will come and fake around and be like, oh, yeah, I watched Steve Young back in the day, and, bro, they were born in 2005. Like, yeah. I'm not – and that comes for basketball too. I know players – That I grew up and watched, and I know players that you know I've seen stats or highlights or videos of. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and watch the whole '88 to '89 season. I'm not gonna do that. (laughs) I'm not gonna do that, and I'm not gonna act like I do that. Uh, I know in my mind how great I think a player was or how they are. Um, So I'm not gonna sit here and be a fake. Uh, Top three, like you were saying, I'm putting. I'll rank them. I'm putting Brady one. I was gonna put Montana two. And I was gonna literally put Peyton three. Uh, that's just how I feel about it. I mean, yeah, you, top
0: three: Peyton, Brady, Montana. That's a good top three.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just there. There, there is a lot of quarterbacks to think about. I mean, there are quarterbacks present to think about. Right? Now I you will strike I mean? you
0: deep right here <laughs> with this one. I think Mahomes is better than Brady ever was at his peak. Like I think the. I think Mahomes like the last year is the way he plays, the way he throws football, the wheels. Like I think at Mahomes' peak, he is better than any season or any time that Brady played. Brady now, and Moss,
1: they they played pretty good together.
0: I think no, nah, but I'm skill set, everything. I feel like because obviously, I mean, if you're factoring in the running, and now if we're going just passing. I mean, obviously, Mahomes has a bigger arm than Brady ever had, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't watched – like, I've only watched probably from, like, 2010 up. Like, I haven't watched – and even then, I wasn't real, real into the game. So, you know, I didn't get to see him play the whole season. But I just know from what I've seen of Mahomes, he's that guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I might even say, like I said, that he's better than Brady ever was. Not that – not that he'll ever have a better career than Brady or overall, like, yeah. you know, not that, I, that he'll ever beat over Brady in, like, any kind of top leaderboards or anything, but I just think in as far as having a good season and his skill at, at their peak, I feel like Mahomes is right up there.
1: Now, the thing about a good season, I think it was the Moss season. I'm not sure. We can double-check one down. Mm. I think they either went undefeated mm. or they lost one game. So, I wouldn't say better season, but and I would And say you got to
0: think Mahomes did his last year with who? Kelsey. That's it. He had Juju,
1: didn't he? Come on now. <laughs> I mean, I don't ju- even. he had Juju. No, don't even. No, 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 no. We're but, not going there. Did <laughs> they resign him? No, because he's a bum. I'm just saying.
0: Not a bum, but you're just not that guy either.
1: It's just – my thing is, is Mahomes, as far as a player, like you're saying – as far as a player, I'm taking Mahomes over Brady just yeah. because, like I was talking to my dad when I was walking out, n- like not only does nobody want to see, but on top of just how the game is evolving, you got to be mobile because, yeah. you know, O-lines, they just seem like... Well, it's, it's just like, the edge rushers are getting so much faster,
0: so oh, yeah, much more for athletic, sure. longer. like Yeah, and it's, it's just
1: like, O-lines, unless you have a solid O-line all around, like the Eagles, maybe the Cowboys, yeah. unless you have something like that, you're, you're it's hard to just run the ball or, you know, just pass it because, you know, you don't have a lot of time. And it's just like nowadays you have to be a mobile quarterback, you know. And Brady, he saw that, you know, in his last years. You have to be mobile because the Tampa O-line – and, I mean, it, it was – They was had good tackles, but – or they had one good tackle. Worfs
0: is probably top three tackles in the league right now. I think he had some injuries going on. But they lost a lot of their O-line, mm-hmm. retirement, injuries, stuff like that. But
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just – Mahomes, I would put him over Brady as far as, like – it's hard – it's so hard to say because it's like – like, it's kind of skill-wise. It's kind of like if you look at NBA, like, I don't know, like Paul George – like the reason I, I like him so much and the reason why I just respect him and I have him ranked so high is because – and people are seeing it now. Like you see it all the time now people are saying it, but I've been saying it. Like yeah. Paul George has that skill. Like he can pass when he needs to. He's not the best passer. I'll go ahead and admit that. Uh, he could dribble. He could score he, from anywhere. He plays amazing defense. He's everything you want a player. And one-on-one I see him beating some of the people that are top ten all time. That's just how I feel because he's just yeah. – he's skilled. Because the thing is, the game has evolved. So, just like football, the game has evolved. So, now there's stuff that other people weren't doing. Like, for instance, you didn't see people doing the Patrick Mahomes throw that, you know, he's, you know, in air, midair, sideways, throwing it. Like, you, you just didn't see that. No look passes. You just didn't see that. And Mahomes is doing that now. And it's just – I don't think he'll ever be above Brady. But I do see him as a better player than Brady. I will say
0: Overall. the uh, time did freeze on the GoPro, and I did be able, I was able to recover it last time, so hopefully it does.
1: Oh, my God, I didn't see that. But,
0: uh, yeah, I just noticed it. I was like, wait, is that even moving? But I, I think it'll be all right because it, it saved last time. But, um, yeah, that's the top three. Like I said, right now, obviously, nobody's putting Mahomes over Brady in, like, any kind of top list. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I think at their peak – which we don't even know if this is Mahomes' peak yet. Yeah. Mahomes has the potential to, you know, climb and get rings, maybe even tie Brady for rings, but he's going to have to – I mean, he did it without many receivers last year. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that proves to me, which Brady has done it too. Without many receivers. Without many good receivers. So that's why I feel like they're kind of in a league of their own as far as doing it with teams that you would think aren't – You know, capable of doing it Their defense wasn't the best last year Uh, I know their best corner chiefs Their uh, Snead was like injured in a couple of the playoffs games And that's their best corner So, I mean, he did it with a team That most people didn't think they'd be back So, I think they're kind of in that realm of their own Him and Brady And like I said, I mean, just in general Like, if you're asking me Do I want Mahomes or Brady You know, I might I I'm probably taking Mahomes Like, if you're redrafting And, you know, I've seen what Brady's done Now, well, how do I word this? 'Cause then they'll be like, well, Brady won six rings, so why wouldn't yeah. you take him? I just mean like seeing their, check, no. at their yeah, at, seeing at their peaks and stuff like I'd rather have somebody that can that is a little bit more mobile. So I'll probably probably go with Mahomes, man. You got the arm, you got the run, you know, you got the legs. So yeah. obviously people are gonna be more tuned to going for, you know, Mahomes. But I mean, who knows? Maybe Mahomes leaves Kansas City without Andy Reid, uh, eventually and we really see if you know, he's good without the coach. Yeah. Uh, so I mean,
1: that's what Tom Brady did. I mean, you know, everybody was like, oh, Belichick, Belichick. And he went and won one without uh, Belichick. Thing is, I mean, you can... Because I mean, he did bring a lot of people with. him. Oh, I mean, that it, team was stacked. It's yeah. not like a team wasn't stacked. It was I stacked. mean, he had a, he had a decent defense, a great defense, an amazing defense, and then he brought uh, Leonard Fournette. Uh, what's his name? I mean, they uh, got Godwin, Evans, Miller. Like, and then their they he team brought was Gronk. stacked. All right, their team was yeah stacked. And then it just kind of fell through the next year. Uh, yeah, Gronk like retired everything. Next week, what we could do is Why are you whispering? Oh, I feel like next week what we could do is uh, we could like predict like. For instance, last year's, or last generation's, you know, top quarterbacks were like, you know, Brady, Manon, um, Rivers, you know, all them, Breeze. And I feel like, like next week we could, like, do what this generation's was compared to last generation's, like, Brady.
0: What is this, like 2010s to now or something? Kind of like,
1: like, Who's the next Brady? Mahomes is yeah. not because of how they play. Oh, you mean play. comparing the older players? Yeah. To the new players. So who's the next Brady? Mahomes is. Who's the next Manning? Allen is. That's just how I felt about it. Who's the next Rivers? Maybe. And then you just go on from there. Yeah, I maybe, feel like we maybe. could do that. But yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> well, this is probably just going to be an episode on its own. I mean, 50, fifty-two <laughs> minutes in, going deep, yeah. so. Friday. Uh, I mean, I might not. I might not do one Friday. It just depends if I have enough topics. I might do a little short one. But I guess that's gonna end it here, Jackie. <laughs> no, <laughs> nah. Uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Brady is, you know, the, you know, top three.
1: He's got to be the greatest of all time. I mean, seven I rings. Can't, I can't seven say rings.
0: I can't say goat. I just more, you'll never hear it. So I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Deuces. Peace.